You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you having problems with receding creativity? Be bold and comb over to the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Dalai Felito. Hello there. Shaftan Tistal. Hello. Francesco Zeddy. Hi. Andy Goralti. Hello. And I'm Yatiel Amazon. Here's your host, Francesco. Uh, oh, hello. Kind of can't and, go uh, back. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome everyone to our Blender Institute podcast number 44. Now we have a bi-weekly schedule and uh, we, <laughs> we struggle with that even because things are so busy. Um, so making these podcasts, uh, like the, the format changes a little bit because there is so much happening within the span of two weeks that we really have to make sort of a selection. And uh, well, we are going to talk about uh, lots of things, both in the community and uh, how we are doing the movie and everything that happens here in the studio, as usual, just more compressed. So first of all, I would like to share a very great news that uh, a couple of days ago, the Blender Cloud got over 2,500 subscribers. Yay! And this is for us really a big milestone because we've been uh, setting that as a, uh, quote, business target. So it really means uh, a lot of, uh, uh, of good things, a lot of stability for the studio. And it's just a nice target that we set for ourselves for this year and that we actually reached before the end. And uh, so, yeah, finally, Chialti could make the money rain, Yay. and, the pie, <laughs> and uh, everything was great. So thanks uh, to every Blender Cloud subscriber listening. It really means a lot to us. Then talking about uh, other great uh, products, um, we started the pre-sale of the Blender Open Movie, the Art of Blender Open Movie book. And uh, you can find it on the store, the blender.org. You should get it before December 27th because it's uh, heavily discounted right now. And what's in the book? Well, at least one of the persons sitting on the table no. knows. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah, there is, there well, is an interview with Andy about uh, really? uh, open movie projects. I don't remember. Okay, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there have been so right. many interviews. You oh, know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the fame. You know. So the, the book is uh, basically, uh, you know, this year, as you might recall from a few months ago, it was the 10th uh, year anniversary of Elephant's Dream. Yeah. And uh, Andy made some cool graphics for that. But the 10th year anniversary of Elephant's Dream doesn't mean the 10th year anniversary of Blender Institute that's coming up next year, right? Exactly. And uh, that's uh, a great reason to celebrate as well. Because, yeah, when Elephant's Dream was made, there was no institute yet. So how was it made? Just in vacuum? I mean... <laughs> it was really hard to breathe. breathe. Yeah. <laughs> there was an open comb and the artist. The produced Johnny effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, magic. Magic. Know? It's right. like when you have to explain, you know, children how kids are made. So, uh, <laughs> There's this later. bird. Yeah, no, 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 I don't know. And that's what the book is about. Exactly. Yeah, the magic. Book, yeah, the book is about the magic of making these uh, uh, open movies over the course of 10 years. So there are in-depth interviews with all the directors and some uh, uh, other key makers of the films. Uh, there is a brand new artwork that has never been seen before simply because it was uh, analog artwork on paper that nobody ever bothered scanning and put online. So there are still... Yeah. Some uh, interesting archives here that have been uh, collected. Sitting in drawers for years and exactly. years. So the book uh, will be authored by Elisha Brenner. And uh, she's a writer that has been collaborating with us uh, in the past. Uh, she covered the whole production of the Gooseberry Project on the blog. So if you've been following the Open Movie Projects, in particular, Gooseberry, you definitely have seen her work. 
and uh, we are really happy with how she's been gathering interviews and content and material and really trying to build a story connecting the whole uh, the whole production of the movies. So it's a very exciting product. Uh, get it now before it's too late. Then we can talk about the community news. Well, usually Pablo is uh, talking about <laughs> the community news. Pablo is not here because uh, he went back home. And today is his birthday. Happy, Happy Pablo. Feliz aniversario, Pablo. Happy Pablo Day. Feliz Navidad, Pablo. I don't know how to say it. We failed, Pablo. But, uh, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, I was going to say that, but no. No, no that's no. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Feliz cumpleaños, Pablo. <laughs> ah, of course, of course. How I can I see Pablo that? wiping his tears. Yeah. Okay, great. Mordida, mordida. <laughs> I remember. Great. So talking about the community news, uh, just a couple of highlights. Uh, one of them is that a few days ago, uh, AMD presented their new uh, Ryzen uh, CPU. I mean, there has been rumors and there have been previews already about it. Uh, but uh, the other day, there was an actual video with uh, uh, Lisa Su, the CEO of uh, AMD, showcasing a side-to-side -side test of an Intel CPU and a new upcoming AMD CPU that is actually running Blender. They actually run Blender in front of everybody. It was not really the point. The point was to show that the CPU was faster, but <laughs> yeah, it was a very good Blender sighting because they actually spend uh, nice words about Blender. They said it's scalable. Yeah, whatever that means. And they were so brave to have Blender rendering alive. Yeah. Imagine if it crashes. <laughs> so, well, it was, uh, it was good. And uh, lots of people have been talking about this. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a nice uh, Blender sighting. Uh, let's actually talk about something more Blender related. So one uh, uh, hashtag that has been so popular these PBR. days. Sergey on Twitter. <laughs> Just dropping hashtags. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, right after Sergey on Twitter, we have the Filmic Blender hashtag. Uh, uh, what is it? Yeah. I was going to say Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't know who people you're following in the live, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, so... We have uh, um, we have seen on on uh, uh, on Twitter this uh, hashtag. What does it mean? Well, uh, Troy Sobotka, which is a very active member of the community and is a, a very in, very involved guy in the film scene, uh, has been contributed a simple open color I/O configuration for intermediate to advanced imagers using Blender Cycle ray tracing engine. I just read the description of what the thing is, so I don't get anything wrong, and everybody mm -hmm. understands what it means. Mm -hmm. I understand some of these words. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> but uh, actually, you know, that's uh, something, uh, especially for people that are doing uh, render and lighting and working with images. So I know for a fact that some people on this table have been actually using it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So how did you guys, uh, how, how, how did it go? What is it? Does it help? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It helps a lot. Um, no, we uh, back a couple of months ago. Troy was actually uh, asking people on Twitter to uh, volunteer and test it out. And uh, uh, Basam Cordali was was using it quite a lot. Actually, um, he like it was his images that were uh, really getting people interested in uh, what this whole filmic thing is because. Mm -hmm. uh, really color management and blender and uh, linear workflow and these things to most people including me it's kind of a partial question mark <laughs> so um it's it's really hard to 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 understand to a certain degree what it does but basically what it does it 
makes your images look more filmic. <laughs> and you're laughing, Delight. <laughs> What is filmic? Yeah, no idea. <laughs> well, basically, it, it, it gives you a nicer, uh, a nicer curves for light intensity overall. That's it makes your images better. Makes everything look better and more tasty, and it makes uh, the blown out areas look uh, more pleasant to the eye. And uh, uh, especially gradients are uh, are a lot nicer. If you apply it twice, will it be twice as good? Yeah, yeah, That's totally. <laughs> so, Kjartan, have you been uh, trying it out? Do you have any further comments about it? No, not really. I mean, the the, the only thing is it it seems to it seems to um, make so that uh, you can use more realistic light values, so you can really blow out your lights, and they will kind of work. Yeah, that's that's and, the effect. And Blender with the the current sRGB uh, um, lookup table, it uh, or uh, what is the name? Loot is a lookup table. Yeah, no, it's the, the Open Color IO profile that's currently in Blender, the sRGB one. EOT. Yeah, that is uh, mapping the Blender linear values to uh, to uh, view color space. It's kind of a bit ugly, uh, namely if you blow out the lights really, really strongly. So people have been, you know, put it, pushing their lights back a bit more conservatively, so uh, things don't look as sharp. And uh, the the filmic blender lookup table open color AO magic I, I, the thingy makes it look much better. So yeah, cool. Well, it's uh, great to see it out there, and then uh, you know, hopefully, this will be part of Blender, and it will start a more in depth discussion about how color management should happen in the software and in the pipeline, which is really what Troy seems to be yeah. is going for, right? To bring more awareness to the mass ignorance that are using Blender and making images without knowing how you're supposed to actually Like do. me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great mission. So hopefully we will see more of it in the future and yeah. everybody will be happier because everything will be better. Cool. So let's uh, still keep talking about uh, uh, things that Andy does, which is... Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> There's just, a puzzled I, look on my face Yeah, right now. exactly. I like to make Andy frown. Um, well, Lalsbot, the 3D printers company, published uh, recently an article about the work that we do at the Blender Institute with their printers. And when you say we, it's mostly Andy. Yes. Yeah. People have been tr printing awesome uh, stuff lately. Yeah. Bo did something and Chartan uh, also did two prints actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How do you like them? Um, I said mostly. Awesome. I said mostly. <laughs> and well, well, you, you, Mr. Nerf gun printer manufacturer. Yeah, here. I'm more of a manipulator because yeah. if you if you look at the logs, you were the one that hit print every time <laughs> because you wouldn't probably not trust me. I wouldn't trust myself to hit print. <laughs> but you were always looming. Yeah, I was yeah looming in the background. Yeah. Yes, yes. So they they wrote an article and it's very nice with some pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's. Great, and uh, I totally forgot, forgot what it was all about. <laughs> <laughs> and they sent us a new 3D printer. 
Yeah. yeah. That wasn't announced live in a podcast yet. Well, I mean, it's it's the same printer. So uh, we had a problem with our old one. Oh, sorry. Um, that there was. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's. I didn't even. I think I didn't even talk to you about it. But it's yeah. It's the the recent the the one we had before that had a bend rod on the left side. Um, it was the the Z axis rod, so it was slightly bent, and that was uh, pushing the carriage. The the, the printer had carriage uh, around a little bit, and that introduced uh, an ugly sort of a sign pattern waviness thing on the Z axis on uh, all the prints, and they were looking beautiful, but there was just that one little that that one little. Uh, the, yeah, that, that th- those those waves that that didn't look perfect. So now we have the printer and we have a replacement one, and the prints are just phenomenal. Right. So yeah, kudos for their you know support. Yeah, yeah. Support. yeah. No, I've uh, I've emailed their support and they're they're just straight on point. They answer right right away, and there was no problem getting it replaced. So that was great. Awesome. So keep the prints uh, coming. Mm-hmm. Alike is <laughs> online. No segue. That's silence. That was the segue. It's like because I should get like some paper, like yeah, yeah. Like this. <laughs> so, some of no. you might be familiar with the Alike short film by uh, Pepe Schoolland by Pepe Land, <laughs> Daniel Lara, Daniel Lara, and yep. uh, uh, Rafa Rafa Cano. Uh, they are both uh, writers and director of the short. There have been pictures of it online since the beginning of times. And now, finally, it's for everyone to enjoy. It's amazing. So, so good. Yeah. So you guys have all seen it. Yep. Yep. Some time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it would have made the shortlist uh, for the Oscars. It made the long list, but not the shortlist. Yeah. But uh, still, I mean, it's great that they finally put it out there. Hopefully, yeah. they will not uh, take it away like what happened with other uh, shorts because yeah, I think borrow now time. borrow time is yeah. gone. Yeah. And uh, that I still don't understand fully, but... Some festival stuff, probably. probably yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that after two years that uh, uh, Alike is out, they just say, okay, they can share it. And yeah. it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great story, it's a great film. And plus the fact that it was made in Blender and they shared a lot of the process along the way, that really means a lot. And it's very inspiring for the community, I think. Yeah, and the so level of quality of animation is just great. I love it. Segwaying to... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find the film on alike.es. So yes. it's uh, right there. And, uh, or you can click here. On the... <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, yeah, you can click, you can click, click on the link. Click the link, link on, in the yeah. description oh, below. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This floating window here is going to have a link. Well, you know what? Like, uh, actually, I'd like to bring this up because it made me very curious. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I went on the Alike website and then there was a video that it was embedded and they provide you with a code to embed it yourself. So that way, that, you know, everybody can share the video itself. Nice. But it's not available on Vimeo. Like it's on Vimeo, but yeah. you can't find it. I couldn't find it. So I was looking at the video ID and I tried to actually go via the video ID and it's not accessible. So I think that you can configure Vimeo in a way that People actually can only see the video embedded, but yeah. not see the video on the page. And I've never seen that before. That's such a weird <laughs> configuration. Why it would makes you want sense. That? It's because people cannot make comments yeah. on it. No, you or can just disable comments. Or see stats or do anything. I mean, yeah. I, I understand they probably wanted to have it very private, but I've never seen such thing. And I was very surprised because, uh, you know, when we do a video, we put it on YouTube and it's like, okay, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, so I, I, found, I, I found it uh, I found it very uh, very interesting. Yeah. So before we actually move to uh, Blender coding, I would like to bring up uh, very quickly a topic, which is that in two days, uh, contrary to many rumors heard on this podcast before, I am going to go to do a TEDx presentation. <gasps> what? It's yesterday. Yes. <laughs> what? You guys have been talking about it already. I don't know. Yeah, a couple of times, I think. And every weekend that I go somewhere, someone <laughs> thinks that I went. Uh, <laughs> do it already. <laughs> so how did it go? No, no, I didn't do it yet. So it's uh, finally happening. It's uh, going to be in two days. And the title of the presentation is The Secret World of Open Movies. Ooh. So it will talk about chairs. <laughs> well, I hope it has a nice segue over to the actual topic. It will start. It will start with chairs, and then it will actually go and evolve into something more related to the title. And uh, tables, I, cutlery. Yeah. yeah exactly. When I was a young Italian boy, I used to think about chairs all day long. I would sit on the chairs. I would look at the chairs. The thing is that actually Kjalti is going to do the presentation. Instead of <laughs> we have a ba this backup plan. Like if I don't feel like the ready, like <laughs> I put on the glasses and the fake Italian accent. Exactly. Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I fly there tomorrow and then uh, it's going to be on Saturday and uh, hopefully it will be nice. And I'm really looking forward to get over it. So that then it's done. Yeah. And uh, and then if it's nice, we will share it online. <laughs> if not, we'll bury it. <laughs> if not, we will share it online yeah. <laughs> for everyone's amusement. Yes. So, well, that's uh, enough of uh, self-promotion. And let's talk about uh, code.blender.org because there are a lot of news going on with Blender development. And uh, nowadays you can follow a lot of the things happening on the code blog. So, Dalai, you were mentioning something uh, earlier about it. I think it. just yesterday or three days if this post is online recently or a week ago if you know <laughs> you're on vacation time you know, is relative <laughs> <laughs> sure looks like it <laughs> you're gonna have a there's a very nice there's a very nice write-up from Mike Pan on the Blender 101 project bit of a proposal for what they're putting together which basically the idea of having Blender uh, configurable for different templates so you can have a Blender for someone only doing 3D printing which everything that's more advanced is simply hidden away or for kids that are just on the basic basic of modeling and shading and everything's going to be you know compatible with the full blender but the experience is really isolated and tailored towards this specific uh, you know user use case so i recommend everyone to go there to read it and and reply with some feedbacks and also today so I'm going to be posting in a few hours. So it's going to be yesterday for you. When am I? We're going to have a new post about um, the official kickoff. Well, basically, Clement Foucault is a developer from France who's officially joining the Blender Institute or Blender Foundation. I don't know how to call it, team. He's going to be working from home, but he started uh, this week to help on the viewport project, especially integrating new shading techniques, the so-called PBR. And we had a three-day like mini workshop. We were discussing design, we were discussing future plans. So I had a really nice roadmap. It's going to be on the, on the code.blender.org with some images. And yeah, I don't think I need to go over it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool though. <laughs> we are very excited to see it. So 
let's uh, wrap up this podcast so that uh, he can go back writing. And <laughs> so, well, that's uh, that's great news, and uh, hopefully, also the outcome of the uh, workshop that happened here. <laughs> they were sitting right next to the printer and it's printing. <laughs> it's Who just, is it? Who's the, doing it? No, no, the problem is someone's going to come up and yeah. pick up the printing. Oh, we oh, unaware. Okay, flunk, 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 flunk. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait yeah. for it. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not coming. Are we cutting these in the final no, edition? Definitely not. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> come on, it's like a little, you know. You have segues, but you also have uh, interruptions. Like, you know, it's a break. People talk about Short intermission. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what I was saying <laughs> before everything happened is that uh, a few weeks ago, there was the uh, Blender 2.8 uh, uh, usability, usability workshop. workshop. <laughs> the oh, printer is on again. again. <laughs> but probably nobody can hear it, so it's fine. It's just I, a little background hum. I will add a sample of uh, ah, steamroller, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leaf blower, awesome. airplane, helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> so great. So can someone unplug the printer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, all hell will break loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> A few weeks ago, <laughs> there was a Blender 2.8 usability workflow and uh, workshop. Work, workflow work, workshop. workshop. Yes. And uh, I don't know how much it was uh, shared in the podcast about it because uh, with our multi weekly schedule, <laughs> we lose uh, track of time. But it was very interesting. There were lots of people here. Um, Dalai was uh, part. Yes. I was, uh, you were part as well. Yeah. Best catter in the world. <laughs> And we don't actually shared a brief uh, write-up on the code.blender.org. And we are preparing a like a more complete and more you know extensive uh, documentation of what we're agreed on or which requirements we foresee for the usability and workflow of the Blender 2.8 design. I don't know if you have a time frame on this, but it's something that's uh, upcoming anyways. Good. So something else to look forward to. Yes, I'm forgetting something, but that's okay. Good. Let's uh, move on and talk about the cloud. And uh, basically, the cloud is, uh, as we heard at the beginning, doing great. We are very happy. And we keep adding things uh, besides the work that is being done on the film. And here he is. Here's Ton. <laughs> and he is just standing in the doorway, slowly backing up. Slamming doors. Going towards the printer. The noisy printer, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the noisy printer. And taking out the prints. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. All right. So, yeah, we keep talking. So, as we were saying, the... Ton is making gestures. Besides the open movies. It's not interrupting. It's so hard to continue <laughs> talking. <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, uh, other content has been published on the cloud. For example, uh, the HDRI library keeps being updated. And uh, there are more. There is a new uh, folder with a new, a new collection of uh, twenty something more HDRIs, and uh, there is a little blog post about it with the full credits about that great contribution. And more of it is coming. Um, and also, there are more textures that have been uploaded thanks to uh, Sebastian Platten. He uploaded hundreds of textures uh, so far in the cloud sharing uh, CC0 material. And we are really happy that this resource is growing. And we plan next year to make 
it a little bit more prominent because now it's really getting a certain size. Like we really have thousands of images and almost 100 uh, HDRIs. So it's a respectable collection. And uh, the fact that the CC0 is almost like saying that it's royalty free, actually even better because yeah. you can just, uh, yeah. It's a, effectively for someone that just wants to use the images for whatever purpose, it's the same. So it's a very competitive and a very interesting uh, product. And um, that is uh, new content on the cloud. And then uh, let's talk about the studio. And two weeks ago, we went to see Moana. Just Ooh. wanted to put it out there because Moana. we were planning. Moana, Viana, Oceania, Viana, Oceania, whatever yeah. it's called. Yes. <laughs> so we wanted to actually make a full podcast about it, but uh, it's been uh, so long that we don't remember the movie anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it was it was good to go there to see it and. Uh, I think everyone was uh, inspired by the story and uh, what. Like, I, I, I lost my cap, so it wasn't that good. Ah, oh. but the movie's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. If you're listening from New York, you can go to Nintendo store and get a nice. No, I can. One day I'll, I'll go back there and buy yeah. it for myself. So tell us the story of the hat because, yeah, you're saying New York and stuff now. <laughs> yeah, I went to, with the hat. at some point I went to New York and they have the beautiful Nintendo store. They have a nice Zelda kind of mini museum and all kind of, you know, plush animals and Pokemon. It was before Pokemon Go. And I get this really nice, like, gray with some imprints Nintendo cap with some basic Mario themed and have a Mario stamp on the back. It's beautiful. All on the front, but I use on the back. And somehow I, I lost it in my way back to the studio after Moana, Moana, whatever. Moana. So it was sad. I went back, didn't find it. So if you happen uh, to be strolling down Amsterdam and just last hypothetically, you see somebody with something that looks exactly like it walking past you, will you just knock him out and take the hand? I was daydreaming about this today. <laughs> I'll see if I see someone say, hey, where did you get this cap? And someone say, yeah, in this street. And to pull a bubble from someone nearby, say, Is this near the place I lost? Yeah, okay, that's mine. <laughs> that's, yeah, a, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not uh, very on point with this, but uh, well, we went and it was good. So let's um, actually talk about what we've been doing besides going to the cinema here in the studio. And uh, I would like to start before really getting in the details with the movie and the film production to talk with Kjartan. Hey! So we've been talking to you during the podcast. We just said your name, but uh, you've never been in the podcast before. No, uh, this is my first time. So how does it feel? Uh, it feels strange to have a microphone in my face. Yeah, but okay. it's very expensive and like all the equipment <laughs> here, it's quite amazing, right? Yes. Very professional. It's made yeah, out yeah. of gold, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can taste this. <laughs> Stop licking the mic, Dalai. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So let's. Uh, I would like to give our listeners a little bit of background about you. So you uh, have been involved in the Blender Institute productions already in the past. Yeah. So what have you been doing here before? Well, I, I um, now the printer is going on again. <laughs> Should I just start? Yeah, keep going. All right. Uh, I, I was working with you on Tears of Steel. What I a was, coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, um, so yeah, I was here for six months back uh, back in 2012, mm -hmm. doing uh, a lot of different things. Made That's the, how far back you want to go? 
You don't want to go back back to like you were born on a Tuesday uh, or, you know. I'd like to filmed. keep it like a little bit blender right. focused. And, okay, uh, okay. Like, fair uh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Anyway, keep going. Yeah. But I was doing, uh, I was doing modeling and, uh, and uh, rendering and compositing and everything back, back then. Yeah. So. Cool. It was, uh, well, it was you, Andy, and uh, me from the current team. Yeah. Right. And Sergey, of course. Yeah. So, well, it's uh, great you came back. What did you do in the years in between? That's uh, that's a big question because a lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did uh, a little bit of freelancing, but most most of my time was uh, just going back to school, actually. So I, uh, I went to a, to a school in Denmark called the Animation Workshop and did uh, the CG Bachelor uh, there, which I am still not technically graduated. I'm graduating in, in January. So... But that's what I did. Then can get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I also uh, worked uh, for three months in in Glasgow for for a company called Axis Animation. Um, and yeah, doing a little bit of different things, a yeah. lot of freelancing. That's great. Yeah, I remember Pablo wondering, like he told me, I don't know, like why is Hartan actually going to school? Like because already after tears of steel, you know, you were working and you were doing stuff, and then you know, a few months, few couple of years later, when you were, you know, publishing artwork, because you always are quite active on Twitter. You post oh. like pictures of uh, drawings that you do or sculpts and stuff like that. And Pablo was like, Ah, oh, yeah, now I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, like, it's even better. So it's actually a good idea to to go to school and uh, improve on what you already can do. Yeah, like, there's always space for improvement. So. Turns out going to school is actually good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so what are you working on right now here uh, in the studio? Like, what is your role in the production? Right now, I'm uh, doing a lot of, uh, well, in the beginning, I was doing a lot of style exploration and like trying to figure out a little bit, just developing the, the style of the barbershop. And uh, right now, I'm, I'm just doing production stuff, uh, modeling environments and characters and... Um, yeah, just creating things. That's that's my my day job. Good. Are you happy with it? Yes, I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Great. Awesome. So, well, I hope if there are any questions from our listeners that they can post them in the comments and then uh, in the next uh, time when we do this uh, podcast, which we don't know exactly when it will be because there is like a lot oh, of uh, things going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah, there are holidays happening and uh, some people come and some people go. And so we will see. But uh, if you want to know anything from Captain, any very personal question, <laughs> you can ask <laughs> in the comments below. And uh, we will do our best to get hold of him again and uh, ask them to him. So let's talk about what happens really in the studio these days. Because indeed, the end of the year is approaching. We have still a few months left to ultimate the production of the barbershop. There is really a lot of stuff lining up, a lot of things happening. Uh, so again, Captain, what did you do specifically in the past uh, week or in the past couple of weeks? Uh, the layer. That's what I've been doing. So um, doing everything after the barber, no, after the agent falls down the, the elevator. Mm-hmm. So the the end part of the the, the short that we're making. Mm-hmm. So it's like environment work, basically. Yeah. Mostly just concepting and figuring out how it's supposed to look, the lighting, everything. Um, that's, that's, that's what I've been doing. Cool. Awesome. And you've been working mostly, it means, with the directors yeah. and uh, getting their feedback, getting their input, and then iterating over it. 
Oh yeah. And uh, over and just over. Fig- figuring out the space and the compositions and where how many characters are there supposed to be? We still don't know. There's <laughs> there's a lot of strange uh, open questions. Great. Well, we will find out very soon. Yeah. I guess. Cool. So, Talai. I have a question for him. Yeah. Very short one. Yeah. Are you on the Tears of Steel? You know, because there are a few cameos there. Campbell shows up, Finkir mm. appears. No, I might, like, my head might be in the back of one of the 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 bridge shots because I was directing bicycles and cars. <laughs> so I might be in the very, very back, defocused. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, the, the people that are there, that are visible, are... Um, some developers yeah and uh, at the technical administrator uh, a system administrator uh, that was working here in the studio so they are like the techies of the studio <laughs> so they got the, the scientist roles for the short mm. no artists allowed on stage isn't Jeremia there as well oh no no I don't think so no no so yeah and uh, the lie <laughs> What did you do this week besides uh, spending time hanging out with Clement and, you know, drinking coffees and walk walks along the canals and stuff like that? What else this week was actually, today's Thursday, so I spent three days with Clement. Yes. Actually designing the the plan of action for the Viewport project, yeah. which is going to be basically, very shortly, it's going to mean you're going to have uh, at least three new render engines for people to work with. One being the clay render engine, which is basically a matcap engine with ambient occlusion and the different matcaps. And of course, matcaps per set of objects. So the whole collection and layers that are going to be supporting. Then we're going to have another one, which is the called workbench render engine, which you're going to have just everything is white. And if you just put an object there, you see the shadow. So it's, there's no floor. You don't need a floor. Just a nice workspace. And everything is color-coded per object or per material. So it's easier to see different objects. It goes for staging, for some early stages of modeling as well. And finally, the the, the render engine that everyone's going to be talking about in the years to come, <laughs> which has a provisory name of EV, double E, V, double E, which is a PBR render engine. But PBR is such a, such a strange name. It doesn't have a catch date. Which means it's going to be more realistic, fast, robust, reshader render engine to simulate cycles, but in the real time, or just to have a entire hundred percent PBR uh, pipeline. So we have been working on this, and again, this is going to be published on code.blender.org. And I've been finishing the layer implementation uh, since the usability workshop. So that's pretty much says uh, it all. Cool. Well. That's uh, it's great. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I try to like talk to people, you know? I, I just find it so captivating whenever you talk about the nice, uh, awesome uh, effects and the, the beautiful ambient occlusion and the nice depth of field. It sounds so yeah. tangible and so nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm nice. learning with, with Tom. Tom is the one that always says, you know, it's going to be the... You go and render the play-based 
for the images, but then have this very high quality anti-aliasing <laughs> and quality so smooth. The buffer for the shell, those are so high quality. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We got to believe. I, I, want to, I want to have it, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've already thrown a lot of money his way right now. My wallet, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Take my keys. <laughs> well, we got to believe in what you're doing. And yeah. I think we do. We have a good team and it's been fun to, to do that together. Yeah. That still leaves me yeah. <laughs> to actually go like, hey, Hjalti. <laughs> no, it's just funny. You know, everybody becomes really silent as he's describing exactly. it with these amazing yeah. words. Yeah. And, then yeah. and then at some point, we just kind of has to actually move on yeah. and be like, okay, so Hjalti, tell me, what have you been doing? Can you, can you be up? Reality. No, can you I be can't. up? Can you be up for it? So no. what, what can I? Do? Oh, man, I have to follow that. Yeah. All right. Go. So my... Roasted morning was made glorious by the anime. No, no. what kind of adjectives can I use? Uh, no, so for the past two weeks, right? Yeah, two yeah, 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 something like is. that. Yeah, uh, animating, giving a lot of director feedback, and uh, a little bit of layout stuff, a little bit kind of going into some shots, uh, and voice recordings. We did voice recording, uh, voice recording session with Tom Tom Hoffman. And then today, just earlier this morning, we did another shorter session just to kind of get the few missing parts that we had. And hopefully we haven't gone through it yet. I think Colin's going through the audio right now or poss possibly tonight. I don't know. He's, he's leaving really soon. So yeah, kinda, oh. yeah up against the clock right now. Uh, but hopefully we should have all, all the agent audio that we need. We still don't have the Boris audio, even though that's technically only one short sentence and then a lot of grunts so we may uh, i don't know we may recruit a tall dutch guy <laughs> for his heavy voice you know that um, it might actually work i don't know wow yeah that could be that could be kind of cool <laughs> but that's about it i mean yeah but if you want to now go to andy that would be great would it <laughs> but would it <laughs> andy okay hello I don't remember anything that I've been doing. Yeah, been that was my ran, problem. You've also. been doing renders. <laughs> yeah, I, have you? Oh, the I've, first renders, first final renders. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're never final until it's up on YouTube. So, yeah, I've been doing lighting on actual shots. So, um, what I've been doing was kind of very dry in a sense, which uh, means that I've been taking animation files and then I transferred them into files that can be lit and rendered and then I did some set work color stuff light stuff there's so much I, I don't remember anything well I think that one of the yeah. biggest uh, things one of the biggest achievements of the past weeks in terms of rendering was indeed that uh, you were able to render more than one image with a feeling that okay this belongs together and this has a style yeah. it's becoming more defined because uh, as you might recall from past uh, editions of this podcast, we were asking the question, what, what is, is it? And now, you know, and back then we said, ah, one day we will know what is it. And I think that in the past weeks, we've it's, been getting very close to that. Well, the, the sort of the diffuse, fuzzy feeling uh, that uh, uh, that's being emanated around these words is slowly dissipating. So it's mm. a bit more, you know, concrete what what it really is we don't yeah. know what it 
exactly is. So we have to but, reform the question. Yeah. Is this it? You know, <laughs> a, a step closer, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did a lot of, uh, in, in the past, I, I would say five weeks or so, uh, we did a lot of style explorations, a lot of tests, and uh, Hjartan has been uh, doing uh, paint overs of the comics, uh, of renders. We had some external help uh, doing, doing paint overs of renders. Uh, trying to find exactly the style that uh, that kind of that 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 could work as our interpretation of the agent uh, 327 world and uh, that's been really tricky and uh, yeah we're, we're slowly getting there trying to find the, the the design language trying to find out which colors to use which kind of lights how many textures uh, yeah lots of interesting development going on yeah, so I think that yeah. it was a very good couple of weeks. Yeah, we, we still have to formalize everything mm -hmm. uh, so we don't deviate from that right now, but uh, it's uh, it's getting there. Speaking of deviation, Francesco, <laughs> what have you been up to? You know, I I don't know. Oh, like okay, never mind. <laughs> all, these, all this time becomes a blur. I don't know yeah. why. It's probably because... Yeah. It's because uh, I just do so many things and they are also different all the time because that's one of the, the one of the aspects that we find always ourselves considering and you know with all the work that we're doing all the different things the wearing many hats it's uh, really uh, is really challenging then to keep track of whatever is progressing well you've been uh, working with ton and finding a new venue for the banner conference next year right yeah, that's but I'm uh, not entirely sure what. Yeah, we we are looking into we are looking into options uh, because uh, the Blender conference was a great success, and we are happy to uh, how things were working so far. But we have to look at uh, uh, alternatives if we want to grow or if we want to do something with a different style. So yeah, that uh, quite some time has to go there. Looking into opportunities, we hope to be able to take a decision soon because uh, usually that's how it works. We already option a couple of places one year before the conference is done. It's not that, you know, in uh, in August when you announce, ah, there is a the call for, for talks is going to be open. Like the thing is already started organizing uh, months before. So that's, uh, that's definitely something. And then uh, while... Uh, we were waiting for Severin to come back. Uh, I spent uh, some um, time together with Dalai working on uh, Flamenco, which is uh, supposed to be our render management software, which we used uh, in the past open movie productions. We've been talking about it uh, a few times. And uh, finally, we are getting to the point where we want to integrate this into the Blender Cloud and make it available so that it's really not a local studio setup, but... Uh, that it's actually something that um, can be used also by others in the future. And uh, that, of course, uh, uh, takes a little bit of time, but uh, it's, it's, been, it's been very good to get started on it. I cannot work on it full time, of course, so it's always a bit of a struggle. You know, you're like, you're supposed to do emails and uh, <laughs> helping cloud uh, users or uh, other things. And then uh, in one day or two, code something. But uh, at least, you know, it goes further, and that's uh, that's good, because right now that we are getting closer to renders that are actually supposed to be done, yeah, kind of need it, because right now things are done a little bit by hand, which works great here in the local studio. But Francesco, <sighs> if you would ever so kindly lay down on this leather couch, so tell me, is your is your success 
in your job uh, a vicious cycle? Because I feel like the more people join the cloud and the more successful you are, the more people you need to help. <laughs> so is it... Is yeah. it a perpetual agony? Or? No, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I think it's a matter of efficiency because, of course, when you're able to help someone and they are happy about it, that's a great achievement. It's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just really tricky. Sometimes the question has been asked a hundred times. In that case, you actually need to take action and improve the, the, the situation yourself because it's never... Uh, you know, who's asking you the questions fault, they they are free to ask everything all the time. If they don't understand how something's supposed to work, it means that we have to make it clearer. That's a good point. And that's something we experience even here in the studio when we design our tools. Sometimes uh, people are using them and they're like, ah, it doesn't work. And I'm like, well, but that's because not, you're not supposed to use it like that, but it's not your fault. It means it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't read. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's a bit tiring sometimes, but uh, it is is worth it. So hopefully, then you know we build something that is more sustainable and it doesn't need so much uh, support. Yeah, I think uh, we can consider ourselves quite lucky because we don't get a lot a lot of work. Did we talk about the tune character creation? Because you also mm. helped it on. Uh, oh yes, of work course. On that, yes, right? yeah, definitely. That's a new training that I didn't mention at all, I'm sorry, about uh, uh, from uh, Dilongu. He is a very famous YouTube creator. He made some very successful YouTube videos, the Katsu Cat, which won the best animation in the uh, Susanna Awards this year at the Blender Conference. And he made some quite popular Minecraft uh, fight Ooh, video. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> like really popular. And uh, he joined us uh, uh, in the Blender Cloud uh, production team to publish a series of uh, tutorials about uh, uh, NPR workflow, non-photorealistic workflow. So he's making Archibald the snowman. Mm. And it's super cute. And you can find it already on the cloud. Starts from the basics, from nothing, and then it brings it all the way up to final shading and a little bit of uh, funny animation with it, like in his style. Yeah. And mm. uh, we are publishing this, like it's an ongoing publication. So we released the first part and the second part is actually coming this or next week. All right. So it's, uh, it keeps going. And cool. uh, it is great to have some you know fresh uh, structure, the training content on the cloud, because it's been a little bit since we didn't have that. It's also good that it goes from the very, like I I remember specifically the first chapter is uh, just how to use Blender, the, the very basics. And we don't really have much of these tutorials. So that's that's really great to see. Yeah, even up to date, because of course you can find how to use Blender, you know, in a hundred different ways, a hundred different tutorials, but uh, we really try to get it to the point. So in theory, with this uh, with this training, you can watch, you know, this five minute intro and then you can actually do the the work. And uh, that's that's great, because otherwise you can have also a more in-depth introduction, every command, every option, and it takes one hour and then you know much more, of course, but it's a different process. So everybody learns in different ways. So it's good to make to make it. Cool. I remember seeing the the initial tweet from the the Blender Clouds, like on the Twitter account, and I thought it was a typo. So what does NPR stand for? Because to me, it's national uh, national public radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's a very well known uh, uh, initialism. Yeah, it's the non photorealistic rendering. Okay. Uh, it's like hashtag. a hashtag. hashtag, of course. Yeah, it's like PBR basically, but yeah. uh, NPR. Okay. So <laughs> still sounds like okay, never mind. <laughs> no, but PBR is a B. Yeah, I know. It's like photorealistic based rendering, but uh <laughs> hashtag PBR. <laughs> the, 
non-photorealistic based on anything. It's not based on anything. It's just non-photorealistic. So what is the NPBR then? Non-photorealistic based on anything doesn't exist. You just made it up. (laughs) (laughs) We can make it a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so that's, um, it's very, it's very cool to work with, uh, with uh, Dylan, of course. So yeah, yeah, we're spending some time with that. And of course, to go back to what I've been spending my life with, indeed was the preparation of the launch for the uh, Art of uh, Blender Open Movies book, which, you know, you magically see it online one day, but it takes uh, some time to prepare. You yeah. forgot to mention that if people buy into December 27th, That's what do they get, Francis? Oh, they get something. They get you get something because we wanted to really actually, you know, send you the book, but that takes still a little bit to make and to print and to design and everything. But uh, we will send you a postcard signed with like, thank you, we love you message signed by one of the team by one person of the team here at random it will always be melting <laughs> considering <laughs> the shanty goes away we will send him postcards to Iceland that he will have to send and oh, uh, please just uh, yeah purchase a, a book and uh, in, and pre-order it so that you can get your shanty signed uh, uh, postcard only until the 27th of September so it's really limited uh, amount yeah. but December. Yes. December 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 I don't even know what I said September oh wow <laughs> of next year yeah. <laughs> yes Free. yes so that's that's it. Thank you for reminding me the line. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing. I think uh, we have done enough talking. Yeah, we have to go back to work. Back yes. to work. Yep. Uh, if you have any questions, so please let us know. Let's try to get this uh, Q and A thing going back and forth because it was it was great to have uh, questions from from the listeners. We are always happy to answer them. So thanks a lot for listening, and yes. uh, see you. Next time. Next uh, time. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, Next don't know. year. Yeah, may could be. Maybe uh, do a Christmas special. On the Christmas day? No. <laughs> Should we already say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays? Happy Holidays. Happy Easter. We don't know. Happy New Year. Happy upcoming days. Happy yeah. cap Christmas. Happy nice food Christmas Eve dinner. all right (laughs) yeah that works i guess (laughs) all right see you next time bye bye Bye. Bye. you've been listening to the blender institute podcast brought to you by the blender cloud is your g whiz driving up the gully shoot those jiminy crickets to the cloud go to cloud.blender.org